Episode of Professor Oak's Pokemon Talk. Now, unfortunately, uh, everybody, get ready. Anything you got for Christmas, if you got a new chair, new couch, make sure you are seated for this news. Um, unfortunately, Professor Oak is unable to join us today because his foot touched a scrope underwater while he was swimming. And if anybody's ever stepped on a scrope before, you know that shit is very uncomfortable, painful, blood everywhere. You got to take some days off. Are they poisonous, venomous? I don't know the difference between the two, but I feel like it's probably one of them. I think it's poisonous, mostly because it's a poison type, but also I'm like, wow, we're about to get like totally destroyed as scientists. I'm pretty sure that venom is when they bite you and poison is when you bite them. So, Well, isn't venom the, like, the thing that Tom Hardy turns into? You lost when me immediately. Like, I don't know anything about superheroes. I know Venom is oh. like bad Spider-Man, question mark. <laughs> I also know that Eminem has the Venom song for the Venom movie, and I don't know anything he's saying other than like something, something Venom. Does anyone ever know what Eminem is saying? No, nobody has any idea because he talks too fast. But Until like 15 years later and you've heard the song like 10,000 times. For sure. I feel like his feature is he slows it down so he's not too rude to confuse the person That's that he's true. on with and then, Nick wanted to yeah. test me to see how many how much of the forgot about Dre I could do on the karaoke version. It was like two thirds actually. I was very impressed. Hey, but I was like nowadays oh, that- everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips, just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. And that like an the Eminem portion on that song is pretty slow. It is it is. He does slow it down. He I think you know what? I've never thought about that before, but I think we just made science. I think Eminem's purposefully slows it down on features so that way it doesn't mess up the vibe of the song. And then his own songs, he talks so fast that nobody has any idea what he's trying to say. So, um, And Eminem does seem like a go. genuinely nice person who has their shit together. So, like, that checks out. He does now. He used to say some fucked up stuff back in the day. But I think it was more like a product of the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just stop. We'll just Pretend say like it's M&M, all positive. Yeah. Eminem is proof that people can change as they people learn can grow. that their actions I do agree. are problematic. Yeah. You know what? You are very right about that. I do agree. I think you know, job, everybody Eminem. grows. He's definitely grown. Proud of you, Eminem. Um, yeah. And thank you for slowing it down on features so we can all sing along and pretend like we know what you're saying. <laughs> all right. So I forgot. We, something about Professor Oak. He's not here. Eminem, Venom. Dun, 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 Venom. Oh, That's yeah. That's what we got to. Yeah. <laughs> But last time we left our trainers in Geosange City, uh, having averted the possible disaster of the ultimate weapon, which, you know, woo, world didn't end, uh, and with an invitation from Professor Sycamore to meet him in Curaway Town. Um, so, cool. Curaway Town definitely sounds more welcoming than Geosange City. I'm just going to send Geosange City sounds like someplace I don't want to visit. It sounds like I'm about to get burned by lava of some sort. I also potentially wrote this wrong. Is it Geosenge Town? Or, oh, it is town. It's not city. Because cities have gyms in them. I'm pretty sure. That's true. So. Wait, is that a thing? Is it? Is that the difference between town and city? I think so. Oh, shit. I can't you think might have made more science just now. Like, what? I Well, okay. We've got, like, nine regions to go through. But I can't immediately yeah. think of any towns that have 
gyms. I think only the cities have... Although I don't think it's a, like... I think it's a squares and rectangles thing. Like, I think that no town has a gym, but I don't think every city has a gym. But I think it has to be a city if it has a gym. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, Pewter City... I mean, yeah, Cerulean I, I looked through City, one of my heads. Cerulean City, City Saffron Goldenrod City, City, Viridian City. What are, I guess Cinnab- the easier well, thing Cinnabar is the thing Cinnabar Island, but... That's true. That's just throwing everything That's not off. a town or a city. Towns. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll revisit this because, like, that's yes. a, it's a lot of things to go through. <laughs> but you might have just made science, and that's all that matters, like... Props to you for potentially making some I know science. things about Pokemon, and you know what else I know, Bam. Derek? Is that I want to give Professor Professor Sycamore a piece of my mind. Like, let's fucking get on the way to Corway Town. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Sycamore. Uh, we'll get more into that, which is which is just fine. Um, so let's do a quick team check-in. One, you know, fuck you, OPO, for being an overachiever. Um, just going to get ahead of that because, like, basically <laughs> – I think everybody on OVO's team should be tested for PEDs. I'm just going to throw it out there subtly. Not trying to make accusations, but I definitely am. So, uh, OVO, uh My loading definitely needs to, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how's the team looking? <laughs> so, we have uh, Snakey Superior at level 71. Danger Noodle, the Arbok at level 73. Rock Snake, the Onyx at level 73. Athena, the Milotic, level 79. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Steve Electros at level 75 and Teeny the Dragonite at level 72. So like they're far too high. Don't get me wrong. But like the spread other than my Lodic is 71 to 75. Like that's pretty reasonable. And then my Lodic is level 79. So like we, nobody knows what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. That's just a lot going on. Um, boo, you know, boo just, uh, or sorry, Boo just is, is a little bit more uh, underachieving. So we'll start with Swiper the Delphox at level 69. Nice. Um, Heimlich <laughs> the, the Vivimon at level 63. Audrey 2, or Audrey the second. Uh, Vileplume level, sorry, it's a victory bell at this point, level 53. I apologize. We got oh, Leonardo Vileplume. Blastoise. That's my yeah. fault, sorry. Oh, you're good, you're good. It's a victory <laughs> bell. I was like, wait, something's different there. Uh, Leonardo the Blastoise at level 67, Barney the Tyrantrum at level 60, and Nacho Libre the Howlucha at level 60. So I think respectable. I think it's not quite – That is respectable. The gap hasn't closed, but it feels like it's at least – it's at least respectable compared to how it was before. So I'll take I'll take any amount of like – before I think it was like embarrassing. Boo kind of took it personally. Now it's like, okay, at least there's like a – you can you can walk into a, a poke battle I mean, with this team and not be embarrassed. Look. That, look at their starters, all right? Swiper the Delphox, yeah. level 69. Nice. Snakey nice. the Superior, level 71. That's like a two-level difference. Totally reasonable. Not bad. It, Not it, bad. I would, I would agree. I think there is reasonability, if that's a word, in that. So let's move on to the adventure so we can stop talking about how much of an underachiever Boo is. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start with Route 18 or, oh gosh, Valet, Valet et Trot. Valle Etroit, way I I don't know what the fuck this word these words are supposed you to be. You did be honest. honestly, you did great the first time. The second time, you went a little bit towards Spanish with that uh, you, AA you, situation. You're right. 
Look, but you did I, so I'm from I'm from South Florida. Lived in Miami. I now live in Phoenix. I, I Spanish is more of a a language to me than French is. So so French it would be like Valet et toi. Well, okay, so you did it better the first time. So on etoit, e with an uh, apostrophe, grave, I think is what it is, t r o i t e. So you would yeah. pronounce the t because there's a vowel after it. It's not the last letter. So oh, so it'd be etoit, 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 oh etoit, <laughs> etoit. <laughs> so valet etoit. <laughs> Valet et toi There we go. I, I'm basically a French speaker. There we go. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be. Oh, I do think that's what it is because it would be like et if it had like the double dot over the I. So you're right. So it is et toi. Et They're just trying to call something a twat here. So valet et toi Um uh, oh, French. Uh, now, uh, Curaway Town is southeast from Anastara City, so we resume our journey here in Valais et Trois Way um, and head south <laughs> to Route 18. In a house, we find a psychic who has invented a new type of battling, inverse battles. Ooh, super effective and not very effective or swapped. Not going to lie, this fucked me up. Like, I could not keep track of what was going on. I definitely learned that... Much like I assume everybody, I have a really extensive knowledge of super effective moves. I don't have that much knowledge of not very effective moves. Yeah. But uh, the one saving grace that um, Ophio had here was that she has that Onyx rock snake. And what do I know about rock types is that it's resistant to everything. So she just threw rocks at everybody and was super effective more times than it was not super effective so <laughs> it was rough i had no idea i so look i barely have a grasp of what's super effective <laughs> i definitely have zero grasp of what's not very effective like zero the only super effective like i'm aware of is like fire grass lightning water like i know the basic shit when you get into like dark types and fairy types it, that shit's a guessing game i go off vibes that's all i'm gonna go off of so like when it came into this it was literally just like well what attack do i think is shitty and then i went with that and thankfully boo's pokemon were like over leveled enough because like boo's kind of on the same wavelength as i am he goes off of vibes he knows how to like just kind of roll with what's going on so he kind of just was like you know what whatever i'm feeling roll with it and it just worked out because his Pokemon were much, you know, they're underleveled compared to Opio's, but compared to everybody else's, it's like a 15 level difference. So he was able to survive. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Are you a Pokemon master? Have you memorized every single type matchup? Have you adapted with the times and relearned the type chart every time a new Pokemon type is discovered? Then we in Kalos have just the challenge for you, inverse battles. Travel to a magical dimension where the laws of Pokemon are twisted and reversed and find that not very effective moves are now super effective and super effective attacks do barely any damage at all. Now, you may be wondering why this magical dimension was set up, and to that we say, why not? Why not change the rules of every Pokemon battle and every region just for one single battle with one single guy? 
You're gonna try to tell us that you've never made things harder on yourself for literally no reason? Sure. To experience this new fantastical style of Pokemon battling, come to this random guy's house on Route 19. You definitely will not regret it. Now back to our show. We'll get back to uh, Valet et Toitway before we get too <laughs> off track. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, it makes me so happy. Um, so we already talked about the inverse battles. Uh, Boo made it through, was able to win. I assume, look, at this point, I'm just going to assume Ophio wins every battle. They are yes. so, their Pokemon are so overleveled. I'm not, I don't even bother asking. So like, bam, Ophio won. Woo. Okay. No so, problem. Um, beyond the Psychic's house is an abandoned mine. An ace trainer inside won't allow us to fully explore. So you have to go a while to it. So it's not even like that was the thing that pissed me off about this. I hate caves. I thought maybe this was where we were supposed to go. Look, I was just like, there's a cave. Typically, a cave is the right direction. You go through all these pathways, all these different levels, all this shit. You finally get to the end. And some asshole is sitting there like, you need to be the poke champion before you get here. So it's not even like I wasted so much time and the thing that annoyed me because like boo was like i don't know where to go and i was like look this is probably the right way i hate caves there's a cave this is definitely part of the right path and then we wasted like an hour going through the stupid ass path got to this and i was like oh uh, sorry let's escape rope our asses out of here we just wasted so much time it was a really big cave i was so surprised we so we almost didn't go in because i think you could go into one little side room like you could access that sort of without any issue but then to get yeah. to the main entrance quote unquote to like the full portion of the cave you had to have rock smash so that really should yeah. have been like your first indicator that that was not the way we needed to go next and i just assume you need rock smash so i, I always I, I always end up reteaching rock smash to a number of Pokemon and then deleting it because I'm like, okay, now I need it. Now I don't. So I just assumed it was needed. I feel like other than surf and sometimes waterfall and like <laughs> exactly one time in every region cut, <laughs> there are really very few times when your like way forward is, is blocked by an HM move. So I guess so. I, anyway, I didn't think about yeah, it <laughs> was not great. Well, so we almost didn't go in because I don't think anybody knew Rock Smash on Ophio's team. But then, of course, if we all recall, Snakey just had some open move slots doing nothing. So she taught him Rock Smash. And then, yes, we go into this cave and it was a huge waste of time. And we were like, all right, cool. Well, uh, I guess now Snakey has a third move (laughs) at least. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think I forgot what Pokemon on on Boo's team because it's kind of passed around. The nice thing about Rock Smash is you can delete it. It's not an HM. It is a yeah. TM. So that part's really nice because you can kind of like, okay, this move's not super important right now. And I, I honestly, like, Boo and I have the same mindset of, like, a 12-year-old of, like, if this attack doesn't do damage, fucking delete it. If it's, like, a stat-changing attack, I'm not wasting my time just bonking people on the head. That's all I do. So that helped so we just deleted some unneeded moves and then immediately delete rock smash the first chance we get I so mean, boo has the mindset of a 12 year old because he because he is a 12 year old <laughs> i don't have an excuse and we're gonna move past that so getting into curaway town one thing is like curaway town doesn't have a fun way to pronounce it so not one of my favorites we're just gonna uh, acknowledge that 
But Crowway Town's pretty small. Series of waterfalls on the east side of town and a, a giant train station in the north, which is, I guess, kind of cool. Train stations can be fun. We like a train station around here. <laughs> yeah, we do. So as we walk through town, uh, we're suddenly approached by Professor Sycamore, who gives a half-baked apology for not seeing through Lysandre sooner. Fuck you, Sycamore. Like, it was not a good enough apology, and yet still makes some excuses. We're just going to ignore all of that. Like, that was annoying. I didn't write down. I didn't take any notes on this conversation. Yep, One, because nope. obviously I was steaming mad. And second of all, because it was like, okay, he comes through and is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have seen through him sooner. Which is like, okay, Sycamore. Like, no we shit. literally told you that this was suspicious as fuck. And you just brushed it off. But then... He says some, I don't even, uh, genuinely, I don't remember what it was. It might have been something about, like, oh, he had, like, his heart was in the right place. Or, like, he had, like, you know, some good ideas about X. I was like, no, Sycamore, no, my man, take the L, move on. Yeah. Like, like is, I am already so mad about this and that you put, you, I honestly blame him for our trainers being put in danger because I feel like he like enabled Lysander this entire time because he has this crush on him and it's just like okay well you know whatever I guess you can just go do your weird thing that was weird but like we're gonna let it go and maybe I don't know if Lysander respected Sycamore probably not but maybe if he had stepped in sooner and like said something this wouldn't have gotten as far as it did also is Lysander dead (laughs) that's a really good I don't know what happened to him like, you genuinely have no idea, like, where he left off or what's going on. So, that's a really good question. I don't think so? Question mark? I don't. I mean, well, so, like, we talked last time about the ultimate weapon, like, shooting up straight in the air and coming back down and destroying itself. And, like, where was Lysander in all of that? I don't remember seeing him afterwards. So, like, was he dead? Or did he escape? I don't know. I don't remember what happened. So, We were anyway. given no indication or answers. So, yeah, I, I genuinely don't know and honestly if he exploded probably better for the world hot take so just like it's a pretty hot take but i'll let you have it (laughs) not my hottest of takes it's like a lukewarm take but i'll take it on the Derek scale yes (laughs) yeah so uh he does challenge both ophio and boo to a battle Uh, he's got a level 50 venusaur charizard and blastoise which is literally zero challenge because at this point, those are the most basic types to have advantages against, so it's kind of just like a, a walk through the park. I, there was no, if there's no issue for Boo, at this point, I assume there's no issue for Ophio, considering Ophio's Pokemon are level 100 and it's obnoxious. Yeah, literally embarrassing for Sycamore at this point. Um, and and after the battle, he mentioned that he'd left a treasure somewhere in town for us, which first of all, I really didn't like that. Don't would like other words, please. Second of all, did you find said treasure? I found nothing. Boo found nothing. So I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Is like it, is, we found a you? rare candy on the ground, but I don't know if that's what it was supposed to be. I hope not. That was like that's the best bullshit. thing we found. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Because we also found a rare candy. I didn't even think about that being the treasure. Because that's that's yeah, that's. Well, that's I was BS just like, that's what it is. we spent quite a while, like, going through town, talking to people, looking around the buildings, and, like, that was, of the things that we found, a rare candy was, in my opinion, the best thing that we found. So, it's like, I, I 
process of elimination best thing that you found is a rare candy like that must be his treasure but like why not just give us a rare candy i don't understand that's a really good question because that's not like an exclusive enough item or anything to like hide and be like oh find it like how many rare candies have we found so far well and like some basic not that helpful at this point. Like not our, even remotely helpful. He just battled our trainers. He just saw nope. how much more powerful they are than literally everyone around them. And he's like, you know what? Have this <laughs> rare candy more. that I left on the ground somewhere. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he just saw it and was like, oh, I left a treasure for you. Meanwhile, it was literally just trash on the ground that he's claiming credit for. That's my my guess. I really dislike this man. <laughs> It's, yeah, literally zero helpful. So, like, book all of that. But, like, whatever. We'll move on. We'll pretend like it didn't happen. Uh, at the train station, a woman gifts us TM89, which is U-turn, which is already more helpful than a rare candy. Did I use it? No. But still more helpful than a rare candy. <laughs> still more helpful than a rare candy. We love a strong bug move. We love a move that Fair. lets you, like, swap in a new Pokemon without wasting a turn. Love it. Great. That was great. There's also another, there's lots of houses. There's another house where women will quiz both Ophio and Boo on their starter Pokemon and award them an item that matches their starter's type for answering correctly. Some very basic questions, and I appreciated that. Boo did not think too hard, and it was just, like, simple, and, like, look at that. There's a prize just for existing, and it was very sweet. Yes. Big fans of this lady. So, that was nice. Uh, There's also, in the south of town, we find Curaway Hotel. Ooh. Another woman in the lobby gives us another quiz. And you get scald for answering correctly. So people are just so giving in this town. Look at this. Another great move. Scald. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Such a good, such a good move. Very good. It is scaldingly. It's, it's, it's a hot move. That was not a good pun, but whatever. Hot I'll move. Take it. Burning move. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Bonding is back at the hotel. So isn't this the first time he's been in a hotel in like a long time? It's been Poke Center's basically up until this point since like the fucking like what second gym um i don't remember how long it's been it has been a long time um yeah. i will also say that this is probably the most exciting thing that happened in coraway town this is our treasure this is like literally <laughs> this, is, this is definitely it is definitely seeing, the treasure we got it's seeing our sweet mr bonding back in a hotel you know after our last episode we did or maybe it's two episodes ago. I don't know. It's been a while. But we did talk about maybe trying to put a good word in for him to uh, get back in that tourism deal. And I don't know if you did, but I did. So I'm going to take credit for this. I don't remember what power he gave our trainers. I was just really happy to see him back hanging out in a lush hotel. I remember nothing. All I remember is like, now my ghost <laughs> theory is like back online. That's the thing I thought about was like, maybe he is a ghost. He can only go. So the initial theory for anybody joining recently was that he was a I ghost. I don't know why you would be, but okay. I, that's a great question. If you jumped in at like halfway through the season, what the fuck are you doing? But like also thank you. 90% through the season. Yeah, it's <laughs> a weird fucking halfway. place to join. Weird as hell. Anyway, if you did, um, yeah, we thought for a while that he was just a ghost haunting hotels, which, like, obviously makes sense. Logical. Nothing weird. But then all of a sudden he started yeah, popping course. up in Poke Centers. So it was like, is he a ghost that has a superpower to only go between hotels and Poke Centers? Was he murdered in a hokey, a hokey, a hotel Poke Center <laughs> hybrid, a hokey center? A Nobody hokey knows. Center. Look at that. Something crazy could happen. So, like, there's a lot of questions. Now that he's back in a hotel, 
I don't know. I still think he's a ghost. I just don't understand the like science behind his ghost nature. Basically, a That's lot of it's confusing. The point. There's no science behind ghosts, Derek. It's called guidance or sost. I don't know. There's a special brand of science. What would the study of ghosts be called in in science? I'm gonna Google this real quick. The study of ghosts. Give me one second. It would be an ology, so paranormology. Um, oh crap! Give me one second. I, I searched a folder by accident because I had a, the wrong tab. Oh was man! R.I.P. to your desktop. Sorry, I've also had a drink or two, so if I'm moving a little <laughs> slow, um, the science of ghosts. They don't have a name. Spookology, I feel like, is what it should be called. Oh my gosh! Oh, parapsychology is the study of a, alleged psychic phenomena. Okay. Precognition, clairvoyance, psychokinesis, and other whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty close to what I said, which is paranormology. So I can I Not can bad. buy that. I think ghostology would be a better name <laughs> or like spookology or oohology. I like oohology better. Oohology. It's like everyone Ooh. who fights about zoology or zoology, you don't have to fight anymore because it's just oohology. Exactly. It's like that, six O's and then Lology. <laughs> also, it's like six O's, but like in different, like capital, lowercase, capital, lowercase, back and forth. Ology, I think is the best. Very group. important. Um, <laughs> very important. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. Hello, Pokeverse. So we have heard recently that there's been some, some concerns regarding the the winding woods the winding woods is a wonderful place it's it's a wonderful tourist place uh we love to see people check out the winding woods we love to see all your pictures on social media and how much people love it uh and we even love the conspiracies that it is literally just the lost woods and that link is hiding somewhere within there but there's been some concerns recently uh, of some dangers so we wanted to put together a nice little happy jingle for you all so you could understand how wonderful and wholesome of a place that this is Winding Woods, it definitely is not dangerous. Winding Woods, we put the fun in fatality. Wait, there's no fun in fatality. You're right, it's just death. Everyone dies at the Winding Woods. Woo! So, like, see? Clearly it's wholesome. Clearly it's great. Sing along as you meet your certain doom. Now back to our show. Uh, next, we have Route 19 and also Grande Valley Way, which is way less cool. Just grand. Than valet. <laughs> just grand. There's okay, no whatever. there's no accent over that E. It's just grand Valley Way. Either way, less cool than Valet Etoit Way by far. Yes. But it's a thing, so we have it. Uh, Continuing south from Crowway Town or Crowway, yeah, Town. Uh, Route 19 is a wide valley separating Coraway Town from Snowbell City. There's like a lower portion and an upper portion. So you have a, an upper portion that is like flowers and cute things and woo. And then a lower portion that's like swamps and like icky shit, basically. You, I love it when you don't read the words I write at all and you just do Derek things. I mean, Sorry, so the lower it. portion path consists <laughs> of a giant mucky swamp with the upper portion is lined in flowers. So like that's, okay, yeah. That's exactly. 
it. No, you don't have to read it. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Okay. So a long bridge passes over the swamp, connecting the upper portion of the route. In the middle of the bridge, Shauna approaches, still, I guess understandably, uh, whizzed up about everything that happened at Lysandre Labs, and challenges our trainers to a battle to experience how powerful they've become. Ooh. Um, Well, so here's what I want to say about that, is that I actually hella respect Shauna for this. Because she, I mean, she doesn't explicitly outright, like, admit this or acknowledge this. But the way in which she's asking for this battle, she's very clear about why, which is to experience the, you know, power that our trainers now have with their Pokemon. And the underlying sort of interpretation there is that she knows she's going to lose. Like, she has no... Under no illusion, delusion that she has a chance of winning this battle. She's like, I want to get my ass kicked just for, like, the pleasurable experience of, like, getting destroyed by you in battle. And I actually am, like, all about that. Like, okay, Shauna, you and I, we've, like, had our differences. I find you to be really obnoxious as a character in general, but okay, this is fine. That is true. Respect to that. That that is a good point. As much as we have a shit talk Shauna at various points at least she is honest about it but what has no excuse is the fact that afterwards Tierra wants to battle as well yes for no apparent reason like Bro, everything at- that was admirable about Shauna just like immediately goes out the window with with Tierno. well also and then all of a sudden Trevor wants to battle too and at this point it's just awkward because it's like the first one made sense by this point it's the third one and it's like what what is happening here? Why Why is this still going on? Well, so Trevor at least heals our trainer's Pokemon before he battles them because he battles them third. Tierno just, like, gets overly excited and steps right up and is like, oh, my gosh, battle me too. I yeah. think Tierno just kind of got swept up in the moment a little felt bit. Felt pressured. Trevor, what? It felt pressured was basically, like, now we I have to because everyone else did. Oh, no. Well, so Trevor, I think, like, I don't think he ever had any intentions of battling our trainers, but I think Mm -hmm. that once he saw Shauna be like, oh, I want to see how powerful you are, he kind of then felt like, I guess, well, I guess pressure would be the right word, but like, I feel like he potentially, well, okay, let me like just totally take back everything I just said. I feel like he potentially had that idea of battling our trainers to see how powerful they had become. But then Shauna mm. said it first, and so he was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be doing this too because that's a good idea. I'm into that. Mm. I don't know. I just said a bunch of words, and I don't know that any of them made sense. So, like, everybody gets defeated, and we move on. <laughs> Making sense is overrated. So uh, after defeating <laughs> everyone, uh, just kicking the ass of all uh, all of Boo's and Ophio's friends, they're all very impressed yes. how strong everyone has grown and that they've accomplished so much on their journey so shauna gifts our trainers hmo5 which is waterfall so woo waterfall great move and very useful as you mentioned earlier uh, on behalf of the group and they split off again in different directions continuing to pursue their own adventures so so sweet and wholesome and everything like that but ophio and boo need to move on to snowbell city so we still have another gym to beat (laughs) a whole ass another gym and as snowbell city kind of the name suggests it's a beautiful picturesque town covered in a soft snowfall very pretty the town is built around what looks like a small crater with a depression in the center of the town the gym's there there's kind of like there's like 
little cliffs that you kind of like raise off. There's yeah. like kind of like the valley in the middle for the gym and those slopes rise on the edge of town and then falling off again as you enter and leave, which is very pretty. It's a very nice scenery going on here. Uh, in the Pokemon Center, was, Mr. Bonding's back. Sorry. I was like trying to decide or like trying to figure out how to describe the geography, obviously mm -hmm. in words for our notes here. And like, I don't know that it is genuinely like a crater like formation. I don't know if it's just like a giant snowbank or something. I was like trying to figure out what could have caused that formation. And I don't know, neither of us are geologists. So like, we're probably not going to figure it out. But I just, I wanted to call attention to that, that it's a very interesting formation that I can't quite figure out. I think we just say crater goes boom. And, and that's what, what caused it. We'll just start with that. Um, it, it's good enough. In the Pokemon Center, Mr. Bonding is back to gift our trainers the first genuinely useful O-Power, the PP Restoring O-Power, um, which is both sounds awful and suggestive and is also incredibly useful. Um, <laughs> oh everyone always needs to restore their PP. That's a... Oh, my God, Derek. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I guess I don't have one, so, like, why would I? <laughs> that's the first thing that, that i thought of so good for you mr bonding and the fact that you're back in a poke center and i can't say you're a ghost in a hotel uh we're just gonna move past that that's enough uh, of the pp rest restoration um <laughs> a move tutor in town will teach starter pokemon their ultimate move which is kind of cool um it's too triggering after the whole ultimate weapon which i agree with the name should definitely change um, did you allow, or I shouldn't say did you allow, but did Ophio want this ultimate move? No, she did not. She was literally too triggered by it being referred to as the ultimate move. Like she literally just had to save the world from this ultimate weapon. And she was like having flashbacks of like world ending destruction from this Pokemon move. So she was like, uh, no, thank you. And left. <laughs> literally same also it didn't seem that useful like i think there was some like massive drawback to it i forgot exactly what was going on and like boo and i were just like i think it does it maybe only have like 50 percent accuracy or something like that it's a low accuracy and like a huge like massively damage yourself type shit it's like why yeah. even risk it doesn't seem worth it so we kind of just moved past that thank you but no thank you um finally we get to the gym now, a staff member at the gym tells us that the gym leader's off over in Winding Woods. We need to track him down if we want to battle him for the final gym badge. So he said, head south to Winding Woods. This seems like a theme where so many of these gym leaders are just not where they're supposed to be. And it turns into our job to, like, track them down or solve their problems so they'll battle. Uh, kind of a waste of time. Kind of annoying. But at this point, we're kind of stuck with it's it. It's nothing so. new. Yep. This is just what happens not a new at all so uh getting into winding woods honestly it reminded me any zelda fans out there that have played in the lost woods reminded mm -hmm. me a lot of the lost woods kind of the same thing did they steal the idea 100 percent, no doubt 100 percent. so we're just gonna throw it i mean there. literally winding woods it's literally a forest with a confusing layout that maybe has some magic involved like yeah honestly, i don't know if like Wolfric himself, the Snowbell City gym leader, is, like, in charge of this or, like, who landscaped this development situation. But, like, for sure, they're Zelda fans. They should for sure have just used the exact same music to make it even less subtle. Just, like, the, the Lost Woods music 100% just ported it over and just used the same thing. That would thing have been just, awesome. It would have been funny. <laughs> like, no, it's not the same thing. It's, like, or, like, did the thing with, like, Under Pressure versus um, Ice Ice Baby and did, like, one note was slightly different, but you can barely tell and just do yeah. that whole thing. That would have yeah. been great. So 
after that, we go into the winding woods. Uh, as the name implies, forest, confusing, lots of directions. Once we reach the clearing in the forest, we have the option of one to four different exits. So it's a whole bunch of different pathways we can go through from that clearing. Each exit leads to another clearing, and it's not clear at all exactly where we're going. Um, the unfortunate part is there are some Pokemon trainers that appear to be stuck here too and have no way out uh, as they battle us as we pass by. But to give us more information on these winding woods, uh, field correspondent Gabby actually has an exclusive interview with one of the members that has been lost in here for years. Maybe we can learn a little bit, so let's throw it over to Gabby to learn more. A quick break and we'll be right back with the show. Hi there folks, field correspondent Gabby here in the winding woods. It is certainly something to be in here. Um, today I'm joined by a trainer that I found here on the side of the road. Um, it's so good to have you here with us today, sir. What's your name? All right, I can already tell super chatty this interview is going to go great. Um, so tell our listeners, why did you come to the Winding Woods? Is this like a good place to train your Pokemon? What's the draw here? Uh-huh. Um, okay, well, uh, can you tell us how long you've been in here? Oh, tough crowd. Okay. Um, well, do you, do you see many other trainers passing by while you're out here with your Pokemon? All right. Well, I'll keep this short and, um, I'll just wrap it up with, our final question, the patented hard-hitting question for the folks at home. What do you say to allegations that you're actually dead? Now back to our show. So I'm not going to say it, but I feel like that is not a good thing that we just learned. I, is this our, well... I was going to ask if this is our first uh, experience with death in the Pokeverse, but, like, we just talked about Lysander maybe being dead. So, like, there's just, like, That's true. a weird death motif happening in this it's episode. <laughs> episode death. That's the, that's what it should be called. Episode colon death. Um, we'll, we'll learn more. <laughs> uh, eventually, we find ourselves in a meadow called Pokemon Village. Wolfric, the Snowball City gym leader, tells us this is where Pokemon have been mistreated and they can run off. Uh, and to have their own community and feel more loved. He calls out to the Pokemon, telling them that we're safe, we're not going to bother anything, and they all run out to join us. Uh, and he suggests that our trainers take some time to explore the village and greet all the beautiful Pokemon. Um, some of the Pokemon even get gifts. It's super wholesome and seems adorable. I am a big fan. They were pretty useless gifts, but you know what? They didn't yeah. refer to them as treasures, so I'm not mad about it. It's not a letdown. Very true. It's not as ridiculous. But in the one corner, there was, like, a dude blocking a pathway, and I do want to know what's in there. did notice that, and I am wondering if we'll ever be able to get back to Pokemon Village, because I don't know about you. We did not use a map in the 
I must just call it the Lost Woods, the Winding Woods, <laughs> the Wandering Woods, Winding Woods. Um, we did just kind of wander around and I think got extremely lucky and more or less navigated straight to Pokemon Village. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if that we can pull that off a second time. So we may or may not get to see what that guy is guarding. Strong agree there. I think it's just one of those things where I was intrigued enough to be interested in the moment, but past that, don't feel like wasting any more time by going back. So whatever. Uh, moving on, the good news is that uh, Wolfman, Wolfric, is back at Snowbell City Gym. <laughs> so we can get all the way back to Snowbell City um, and go ahead and battle Wolfric. Now, as, as expected for any of these gyms, there's a, a puzzle, and it's Ice-type, which would seem very obvious by the town that it was in. Um, the gym puzzle here is a series of vertical square rings with solid platforms in between. Each side of the square ring has portions missing, so the ring must be rotated via buttons on the solid platforms. And once the rings are properly aligned with the platform, we can advance to the next ring until we eventually reach the gym leader. Basically, you have to battle trainers to have access to these buttons and keep pushing these buttons until things spin and open up the pathway. I would say this is probably the most annoying gym puzzle to Boo and I. Um, that first one specifically took like 10 minutes of just spinning things, and then eventually the rest became easier. I have this new theory that, or I guess slowly building theory, that the frustration level slash annoyance amount of any given gym challenge is directly proportionate to how difficult it is to describe in writing what the puzzle is. Again, I struggled to write this note of like, how do I describe the setup of this gym and what the puzzle is and how you solve the puzzle and how that interacts in 3D space? Like that was not very easy to do. So like hopefully you all who are listening have visited the Snowbell City Gym because then you might have a picture of what's happening. I don't think that that description gave you much to work with. But yeah, I would agree this was like very irritating. It took us, yeah, a little bit to figure out exactly what was going on or like what we needed to do. Um, I don't really remember if it took which ring took the longest to solve, but it was definitely just like... It was not, like, the most intellectually stimulating puzzle, and it was, like, it took time to accomplish, because every time you stop on this button, this whole mechanism moves this ring, and, like, that takes some time, and, you know, it's just, like, a whole thing, and, yeah, it was not, not my favorite puzzle. Strong agree there, yeah. I, I think that's a really good description, where you say the harder it is to describe, the more annoying the puzzle is, and I think this is genuinely the hardest one to describe. I think even after reading it, having experienced it the description you did a great job of writing it and i still don't know what was going on and i think that's I very mean, I much feel what, like was, what it was it says a lot and i'm glad that you didn't read my words earlier in this episode so we have a specific comparison from like 20 minutes ago where like you're describing route 18 you just like went off and described what it was and then that more or less tracked exactly with what i had written down which you didn't initially read <laughs> But you read this description, like, very intentionally word for word because, like, obviously, and I don't judge you for this because I struggled too. Like, there's no easy way to describe this. Like, you couldn't just derrick it. So you had to read exactly what I Like, literally, I needed to read word for word because I was, like, spinning platforms, buttons. There's a lot going on. And it just felt like it was a waste. It also didn't fit to me. It didn't fit the theme of ice. 
I thought maybe an ice puzzle of like sliding across things might have fit. It just felt like yeah. random. Like it very much just it felt like it didn't fit what was going on, and that was kind of the or, thing. Or I don't remember if it was in Unova or Sinnoh, but one of those gyms had an ice gym where you had to like step on each individual ice tile, but you couldn't step on it more than once. Yes, you'd yes, yes, break yes. The ice. That was a really good ice puzzle. Sliding, really good ice puzzle. This not even ice related at all. It was like different light up colored rings i don't remember there being like any ice or snow oh which Sinnoh was the one where you had to like slide through the snowballs like there are good ice puzzles elsewhere in the pokeverse it felt like more like an electric gym maybe or like a even like a psychic or somewhere or psychic yeah yeah. because it's like moving yeah i don't know it, it just it didn't fit the vibe so that was that was a a choice but you know it was whatever the good news for us was that uh once we actually get to the gym leader wolfric his pokemon were in a bomb snow level 56 a cryagonal at level 55 and an avalug at level 55 for for boo you got a fucking delphox just flame yeah. throwing and fire blasting their way through it was very little challenge getting through this yeah this um introduced ophio to what i think is probably going to be one of her primary strategies for the elite four which is to put out electros get a couple power-up punches in because each of those attacks increases his attack base stat and then just like absolutely wipe the floor with some other physical type move and that's exactly what he did here i think for the most part they just used power-up punch the entire time because fighting super effective against ice but it definitely laid the groundwork of like okay yeah this is definitely how you take out the elite four other be than real. just being like twenty levels higher, which also true. You know, was also the real. case. <laughs> I did not know fighting was super offensive, effective against ice. So you learn something new every day. Woo! I love you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna move past my lack of knowledge. And uh, upon defeat, Wolfric awards our trainers the Iceberg Badge, the eighth and final Kalos Gym Badge, which is crazy that Ophio and Move both finally received their last Gym Badge and. One of the more Finally. useful rewards from a gym, I think, ever, Ice Beam. Oh, yeah. Milotic learned that immediately. Shut, shot that shit over to Leonardo Blastoise right away because that is one of the best moves. So, like, Ice Beam is, like, a classic. Like, that's just one of the best periods. So, like, wonderful. Yeah. Very excited to, to know that. Um, and, yeah, so that is actually going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Kind of a nice little bow on the episode finishing up that gym uh next week we're gonna get into route 21 route 22 victory road in the pokemon league so that's wrapping really wrapping things up for the main journey got some little activities after that maybe but but that's really the the big climax of this journey for now though this has been pokemon radio with your host derek and sessie so thank you for joining us for another episode of professor oak's pokemon talk sessie hit him with the social media if you are on Twitter, Instagram, or Threads, you can find us at Pokemon Radio Pod. If you listen to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review there. We love to hear what you have to say, as long as it's nice. <laughs> and uh, no matter where you listen to our show, on whatever platform that might be, please do give us a follow or a subscribe over there. This show is made possible by support for your Goldrod Public Radio subscription from listeners like you. I feel like I 
could do super effective moves. Like, if you gave me a type, I think I could tell you everything that was super effective against it. Damn, that's that's impressive. I, I definitely I not think I have a pretty solid grasp of what's super effective against everything, but that's only one half of the chart. I don't pay attention to resistances at all because if you know it's super effective, then like you can just that is true. End the battle before it matters what yeah, your that, defending type point. is. <laughs> all right, quiz. Since I have a haunter bracelet, shout out to Poke bracelets. Okay. Uh, what's super effective? Super effective against ghost. Oh, so against ghosts is just also ghost and dark. What's ghost super effective against? We already said psychic one. and ghost. I think it's just psychic and ghost. Ooh, see, I'm not thinking about it this way. Hey. I can think about it in like if you said like like ghost types like what's super effective against ghosts but then like what is ghost super effective against that, I see that what is you're more I see difficult what you're for me yes also, this is the but bracelet ever. it's so cute but haunter is actually super fun and different because he's poison type so psychic that's true is also super effective against him I agree. And okay. technically, ground would be super effective against him, too, because he's poison type, he's but poison. he has levitate, so it's not. It wouldn't work. Look at you. Yeah, I wouldn't know any of that. I literally, again, straight off vibes. I go with what I'm feeling. I go with what makes me happy. Um, And, and Boo. Boo does some of the same. So. <laughs> Thank you.